You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 402, How to Get Comfortable While Being Uncomfortable. You know, this is a great definition of faith. If you're a follower of Jesus, um, this this is a definition I use all the time for faith. How to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's part of what faith is. You're believing in something you don't see. You're praying prayers that may not, you may not see answered. You're, 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 you're standing firm in something that, that can be very difficult sometimes. So faith, a good working definition of faith is becoming comfortable being uncomfortable. But as great as that sounds, I'm really not um, doing a, a faith talk today. This is actually an article that was from Inc. Magazine, written by Chris Desi in his interview with a Green Beret, an Army Special Forces guy. And this, this, this gentleman was actually um, helping him, giving him some motivational thoughts about the entrepreneurial uh, world on starting a business, on keeping a business going, on running a business, and <clears throat> being effective and not giving up. Um, how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The very first point was, you've got to start. You know, this is always the hardest point. When should you start? Should you do some more research? You know, it's easy to use that as a crutch. Um, but, you know, really, that's the first The first big step is actually starting. Are you going to actually start writing that novel? Are you actually going to get your business incorporated? Are you going to begin, are you going to start paying off your debt? Are you going to actually enroll and go back to school or are you just going to keep thinking about it? Starting is such a big first step. Listen, this is, you know, my first novel, I've written, I'm, I'm working on my 11th novel now. My first novel was in my head the idea was in my head for almost two years before I finally started writing. I wished I'd have started writing sooner, but at least I did. You've got to start. You know, for people who want to get into shape, you've got to start. You've got to say, look, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go walk around the block a few times. I'm going to walk around the parking lot of my office at lunch. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to start. Um, whatever it is, you have to pull the trigger You have to make the decision. Yeah, there's probably a time to do some research. If you're starting a business, it's good to do a little bit of research, but don't use that as a crutch. At some point, you've got to make the decision. You've got to start the process. And then number two, once you've started, don't quit. Don't give up. How many times have you seen people get all excited on social media about this new diet or this new exercise program and they're, they're going to do it. They're going to stay with it. They're going to work out. And then 
a couple of weeks later, they're posting, you know, pictures of their cat again. I see it all the time in the gym. I work out six days a week. I, I see people come and they join and they're all excited and they want to work out. But, you know, it can be difficult. And and other things come up in life and it can get hard. And, you know, especially if you don't see results right away. You know, you're not seeing results and, you know, you just want to quit. You want to give up. But listen, this is so powerful. When you say in your mind, I am not a quitter. I am not giving up. This business is something I've wanted to do my whole life. I'm not giving up. I've wanted to go back to school and get my degree. I'm not giving up. I want to get out of debt. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to start changing my spending habits. I'm going to start paying off these credit cards. I'm not going to quit. Look, the easiest thing in the world is to just whip that credit card out and put it on the credit card instead of saying, you know what? I really don't need it that bad. But you have to make up your own mind. You've got to say, I'm not going to give up. And, you know, you might even have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And when you ask that, you better have an answer. Why are you doing this? Well, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to build a business that's going to set my family up for financial success. Whatever it is, have an answer for yourself. Number three. Oh, this is another good one. You've got to push past you got to push yourself past the, the comfort zone. You know, at some point, you're going to be in deep waters. At some point, you're going to go, I've never come this far before. Now, what do I do? Um, you know, you've got this business started now, and you've got a few clients, but now you're having to balance your time, and you're having to work all that out. And you're having to do things you've never done before. You start writing, and you're, you just aren't sure about the process, and you're getting further and further along, and you've got a few thousand words now. And what do you do? Um, you know, you've started to get into shape, and now you got to go buy new clothes. Well, what a great problem to have. But you start feeling uncomfortable because we get to this point in our progress where we just don't know what to do. And here's the trick. Here's the trick. I've used this. So many other people that I know have used this. This is where you just keep going forward. When you don't know, you act confident and you pretend like you do know. You keep moving forward. This is not to say you don't ask people who are further down the road than you, but you also don't want to just give up and say, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm giving up. No, no. Fake it till you make it. Um, Pretend to be confident. Act like you know what you're doing and keep moving forward. Because eventually you're going to look back and you're going to go, you know what, that wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it was. When I first started writing, oh my gosh, it was so hard. And then and then I'm so glad I didn't give up, but it wasn't easy. And there's there's a process and there's, it's, it's real work. And then you get into the publishing process and I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I just said, no, listen, I've come too far. I'm not giving up. I've come too far. And I'm not giving up. I'm so glad I didn't give up in different areas of my life. Don't go away. I will be right back. I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, 
A Violation of Conscience. This is my latest novel. It's from the Chuck McCain series. This is an exciting, uh, adventure-packed, action-packed series. Um, the genre would be considered thrillers. There's uh, some great action. There's some great characters. In fact, people love my characters. Uh, in fact, some of the best feedback I get is I love the stories, but man, your characters are awesome. So click on A Violation of Conscience. Click on the link. You can go to Amazon, read a little bit for free, see if it's something you might like to read. But, uh, but I'd love to have you with me on the journey. Uh, every time somebody picks up one of my books and reads, they're just like, my God, this is such a great story. So check it out. Also, resource highlights. I'm going to include the uh, link to this article. Remember, the link to the article is, or the article is titled How to Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. So if you want to read the whole article, that's where I'm pulling these points from. So point number four, point number four, you'll love this. Embrace the suck. You know, there are some things in life that just suck. And when you're trying to accomplish something with your life, it can get difficult. Um, you know, the situation, you know, you started your business and then all of a sudden you lose your job. Or you start your business and then you end up having other issues, you have relational issues, or the, the economy is having problems, or, or whatever it is. Um, you, start, <clears throat> you start trying to get healthy and you start having health issues. And just when you think things couldn't get any worse... The suck shows up, and it's like, this is tough. And, and what our Green Beret friend said in this interview, he said, this is, the suck shows up to make you tougher. He, he, he's a friend who's arrived to make you better. At the time, we don't like him. We don't like the suck. It's, it's, it's tough when things are hard, and you're having to work extra hours, and You've got all these things going on in your life and you just want to get healthy and you want to get out of debt and you want to build a business and you just want things to be easy. Well, life's not easy, but we can also grow. Our capacity can be enlarged. And when when the, the suck comes and life is difficult, um, you're going to find on the other side that you're a much stronger person than you were before. Number five. Number five. The power of community. The, number five is this. Put yourself around like-minded people. Create a support network. Talk about your experiences. Uh, the worse the experience is, he says, the better the story is going to be. Let me give you an example. In our church, we, we have a number of different small groups, connect groups, whatever you want to call them. But one of our, our most successful groups is the Business Persons Connect. They meet once a week for dinner at a restaurant. They'll, they'll do different studies throughout the year. Usually they're going through a book right now on, on discipleship. But this is also an opportunity for them to share their stories with each other. There's people in this group who have so much experience in the business world. There's people in this group that have started businesses, sold businesses. Um, you know, there's just every level of entrepreneur and business person in this group. So it's a great place to go, especially for newer business people, because there's people there who can encourage them and say, listen, I know it sucks right now. I know it's hard, but don't give up. This is a great idea. This is a great business. You're 
going to be successful if you don't give up. And to have people like that cheering you on is a powerful thing. It's no mistake and it's no surprise that Weight Watchers, the Weight Watchers organization, is one of the most successful groups in the world at helping people stay accountable as they get into shape because it's built around community. You know, everybody would say, yeah, I want to be in better shape, but unless you've got a community of people around you who are cheering you on and supporting you, it's very likely not going to happen. That's why so many people do so well by hiring a personal trainer, at least for a while. Um, I'm very fortunate that at the time when I'm in the gym in the mornings, it's the same people. And there's a great crew there. It's a great um, uh, spirit of camaraderie as, in, as we're in there, not working out together, but we're all in there together with the same goals. And so we're cheering each other on. If somebody doesn't show up, we're wondering where they're at. Um, so create a support network. You see this in people that are recovering from different things, um, people who are trying to get out of debt. As we've said, there's business support groups, there's spiritual support groups. Uh, pretty much anything that you want to do in life, you can find other people who are, who are a little further down the road who, who can encourage you. And then as you get a little further down the road, you can be that person who encourages others <clears throat> as well. And then number six, recognize your improvements. This is one that I think a lot of people take for granted because we don't necessarily track our progress. <clears throat> Do you track your progress at the gym? Do you track your progress? You say you want to get out of debt. Are you checking, tracking your progress? Are you tracking your progress in your writing? How much are you writing? Um, if you're not writing at all, that's easy to tell. But if you get started, are you able to to determine, okay, I'm writing one blog a week. I'm writing two blogs a week. I'm, you know, 50,000 words into my book that I want to write. Um, whatever it is, track your progress because that's going to help you recognize your improvements. Um, what's going what's gonna to happen is you're going to see how far you've come. When I look back and that very first book, and I look back and saw that I was 20,000, 30,000, 40, <clears throat> 50,000 words into that book. I was like, man, I'm really doing this. I'm actually writing a novel. And you can do the same thing. But you build your confidence by going back to what before was uncomfortable. You know, before the idea of sitting down and writing, um, you know, a, a, a full novel of 100 or 150,000 words could be daunting. Now it's no big deal, but you have to you have to start by tracking your progress so you can build your confidence. And there's there's something very powerful. Look, there's there's so many tools on the internet to track your progress in every area. Um, you know, there's no excuse for not doing this. So whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to deal with your finances, whether it's starting your business, obviously there's plenty of software there for 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 business purposes. But track your progress. How are you doing? Because it's going to help you get better. And then number seven, last one, is rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. There's, a, there's an old Russian saying, the author says. Um, I'm not going to read the Russian saying, but the, the translation is, repetition is the mother of learning. Repetition is the mother of learning. The more you perform the same activities, the more confident you're going to become. Uh, the more sure of yourself, 
the more questions you're going to be able to answer yourself. Confidence is a real thing. Confidence is a tangible thing, but confidence comes from practice and repetition. When I first started writing, I, I wasn't really sure what I was doing. I was just putting words on paper. And, you know, now I can look back and go, okay, when I read my first novel, when I look back at it, I'm incredibly proud and I'm embarrassed at the same time. I'm not embarrassed because it's bad, but I just know it could be better. In fact, my, my first novel, when the, when the Future Ended, um, is still one of my very top-selling books. Um, very popular book. But when I look at it now, I'm like, man, I'm so much better because I've done it over and over again. The publishing process. When we first started trying to get out of debt, we had so much credit card debt and, and started focusing on one credit card at a time and different things to get out of debt. After the first one, it was like, okay, I know what we need to cut back on. I know what we need to do. Starting a business. The first six months, year, two years can be very difficult, but now you're confident. You've done it. Um, that, that, that practice and repetition. Repetition is the mother of learning. So quick, let me give you a quick recap on getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Number one was start. Number two was quit. Number three was push yourself past your comfort zone. Number four was embrace the suck. Number five, be around like-minded people. Number six, recognize your improvements. Track your progress. And then number seven is rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Once you've got that repetition going, now you know what you're doing. Now your confidence is building. Well, I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this important Subject. What are some things that you've done not to give up? What's some things that's triggered you and kept you going? What are some things maybe even that helped you get started and kept you from quitting? Um, how do you track your progress? Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comments section for today's post so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. I will see you next week on Leading and Learning.